Right guys, so today's video is going to be on how to go from category king wannabe all the way to category of one chat by understanding what the new breed of agency slash consulting companies have in common. And I want to stick with me till the end because I'm literally going to do a breakdown of everything that you need to understand all the way from current uncertainty trends that exist out there all the way to the actual traditional category king model all the way to the category of one process as well as the actual roadmap on how to create your own blue ocean in your marketplace okay guys so before we begin to the video i just want to let you guys know watch this video to access speed that way you're going to save yourself some time and you're going to see me talk twice as fast number one and number two if you want to get access to this document you can just go to the link that i will be leaving on my description that is going to send you to my facebook group and you can just request to join in there Otherwise, if you're not really so much of a, a Facebook user, you know, my Instagram profile, you can just DM me the word access or you can just come to my uh, resources highlight that you see here and go to this link in here. It's going to send you to all of the other documents. Okay, guys? So let's, without further ado, let's just get into the video. So guys, the first thing I want you guys to understand is that this video is going to end up the discussion between don't for you versus don't with you versus do it yourself. That's just a self the problem that is almost irrelevant in an individual's purchasing decision anyways. I know that some people make it to be a super huge thing of, hey man, should I do done for you or do done with you first or whatever it might be. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. What matters is that you're solving problems for actual people, okay? Second thing that we're going to solve is deciding between coaching versus consulting versus agency slash service-based business. I'm also going to touch the point on what the problem is with the growth consulting and growth consulting partner trends. And keyword here is trends, okay? And last but not least, deciding between charging big dog retainers versus performance only versus for performance fees and flat retainers so that you can actually know how to price your offer, how to start something you know that can be sold at the marketplace at a high ticket price, okay? And again, this is for coaches, consultants, growth coaches, growth consultants, growth partners in any niche, marketing agencies, sales agencies, growth agencies, and whatever new service-based business owner selling B2B watches this video in the future, okay? If you're selling some sort of done-for-you marketing offer or a B2B coaching or consulting type of offer, this is for you, okay? Right now, we have a whole bunch of new market trends and decision fatigue coming our way, okay? And you have people that are a little bit more in the old school, more in the traditional path, like, for example, Iman Gatz telling you to sell some sort of done-for-you marketing agency type of model. You have Sam Oven selling um, typical consulting or coaching. And now you have people such as Nick Cosman coming with a growth consulting type of business model. You have the guys of growth partners and, have, and even Sergio Atari now promoting growth partnering and going inside of other people's businesses as an outsourced uh, marketing department, basically. So you have a whole bunch of different trends that are cause, causing you to have decision fatigue because you basically don't know what to do, how to pitch your offer, what if you should pay with your entire business, etc. And listen to this, guys. What ends up happening is that you see people selling paid ads for e-commerce thriving, so you think that there's still a chance. This is more for beginners. Maybe you're just getting started in the SMMA agency space, and you say like, hey, I see some people crushing with paid ads for e-commerce. Maybe I should go there. But then you maybe invest into one of these guys' programs, and then you realize that less than 1% of these people actually get results regardless of their niche. So you decide to do something outside of the biggest opportunities inside of that program so that you can maybe have the chance of standing out. And then what ends up happening is that you start to see the rise of these new models that I just mentioned, these trends and deliverables, and you decide to pick with your whole business model into something more like growth consulting or something like growth partner or adding communities to your core offer or recruiting appointment setters for clients, all of this because you saw one stranger from the internet sharing a case study and all of a sudden you said, hey, 
I need to change my entire business. Everything is going to suck and I need, I'm doing things wrong. That's what you start thinking when you start seeing what the trends are looking like nowadays on YouTube, on Twitter, on Instagram, every single place. People are now selling you also on no code SaaS and a whole bunch of new things, guys. And even worse, you end up seeing a Latino from Costa Rica, aka me, with a funny accent, posting 50k per month plus screenshots, selling coaching, and you end up wondering what you're doing wrong with your life, okay? That's the reality of how things are going nowadays, and I get it. We're now in a world of shiny objects, and you're falling straight into these people's marketing claims. And by the way, I don't want this video to be misunderstood, like if I was talking anything bad whatsoever from any of these gurus or any of these guys in here. As a matter of fact, I respect all of these people. What I'm trying to let you guys understand is that all of these people come with their claims to sell you their business opportunity. Of course, there are other people in here that I didn't post on this picture. But what ends up happening is that you end up falling right into their trap and you say, hey, I need to pivot my entire business model because these guys are saying. And before I begin with the next part to the video, I just want to share with you guys this tweet that I made the other day because there was this big discussion on growth consulting and growth partners. And what I was saying was just that growth consulting and growth partners are going to be the next exit thing. And of course, you can get in into the trend right now if you want to. But you never want to forget that once something feels like a good opportunity, chances are that it's already too late and it's not longer a good opportunity, okay? And the best opportunity you have to succeed in any business whatsoever is the one that you're already working on. And I know growth consulting and growth partners are just business models. There's an infinite amount of deliverables and niches you can apply this to. But my point is, don't get distracted, okay? Don't get distracted. If you are just getting started and you, have, you don't have a client yet, you can start to look into these things. But if you are working with clients already, you have your fulfillment vehicles in place, you have even SOPs recorded for your agency, your coaching, or consulting business, you will be better off by aiming for uniqueness and difference with your offer instead of following any trend whatsoever, okay? And I have another video that you can go watch after this one where I talk more in depth about this, okay? Now guys, the traditional path of agencies and consultants and coaches looks something like this. It doesn't matter what niche you're in, there's always going to be one category king that all of the other people are trying to beat. And of course, what this means is that the category king of that niche with that service line solving that specific problem is always going to be at the top having 80 or 90% of all of the possible clients in that niche and all of the other X amount of people inside of that niche or in that industry selling that service line are going to scrape basically that 10 or 20% of, of, of the other clients that they could possibly have between all of them. So that's why the traditional model typically, and regardless of what this is, this, this applies if you're following any traditional business model. And with traditional business models, I'm also talking about growth consulting and growth, and, and growth partners, okay? Because what you're going to notice is that at the end of the day, there's nothing unique about this. Maybe the concept of, yeah, you're getting inside of their business and maybe how you have revenue share type of deals. But you can do the same thing with a traditional agency model. It's just how you negotiate the deals, right? So what is not happening is that you have always one category ticking at the top. And this is, for example, if agency selling to Mets plus Kairos on e-commerce, but that, for example, because yeah, you have one big guy that is sharing all of their secrets with you guys and then everybody, because they choose the easy path, they start following what, they got, what this guy is saying. For example, on Kairos, you have Joel Kaplan with his agency or dentist. Uh, for Metspas, you had Thomas Gonnet, and now possibly every single Metspa in the entirety of United States and Canada has been called with the same actual script. Uh, also for e-commerce, because of Iman Gatsi and Jordan Platting and Monsa Gardner, for example. If you are selling coaching to coaches, you're also one of these guys struggling with the same problems. If you are an appointment setting agency selling appointment setters to setters, 
or to other coaches or agencies, you're also in the same path because you're doing the same exact problem that people such as Serge Gattari or Cole Gordon or these bigger guys are also sending, telling you to sell. Also with the short-form content agencies that are just selling the same uh, repurposing of long-form video to others. You see, like at the end of the day, the traditional models, if you follow what other people are telling you to do, are going to have the, the same game where you have one category king and all of the other chips following the category king. Traditional business models compete on a traditional path to become the category king. So it's normal to look around searching for new angles and opportunities to stand out without having to go and pick the top dogs, okay? So the growth opportunities, quote unquote, arrive, especially growth consulting and growth partners, etc. And although there's actually a lot of opportunity with these business models, there's two big problems I see with the rise of these new big trends. And again, this is not to say that these models don't work or anything like that. My point is that the grass is not greener on the other side. Okay, if you're thinking that magically you've been struggling with the SMMA for one year and you change your you change into a growth partner, all of a sudden your problems are going to solve, guys, it's going to be the same thing. Maybe it's going to be just percentage wise a little bit easier, but this is still going to be super hard and need to make things work. Remember the grass and the greener on the other side. And and again, stay till the end of the video because you will see how to actually stand out of your competition without necessarily having to change your business model completely, simply by how you position your offer and by how you actually come up with something unique that, no, that your market has never heard before. Let's first of all talk about the two biggest problems I see with these new business models or these new trends that are rising. The first one, and is the biggest one of course, is that this business model will, not, will now be trendy, of course, but the fundamental discussion is going to remain unsolved because you will be always battling against other people selling X, Y, and Z service that is commoditized already or that is commoditizable. I don't know if that's a word, but it's just that it has the potential of being commoditized. Even if you're a growth partner, a growth consultant, or a traditional coach, a course seller, or a consultant, it doesn't really matter, guys. Because even if you are a growth consultant or a growth partner, a lot of people are going to become growth partners and they're going to start tackling the same niche or the same vertical you're going to go after. So by simply changing how you work your agency service or your offer or your service line or whatever you want to do, or whatever you want to call it, you're not going to magically become a category king. Because what is going to end up happening is that somebody's going to come sooner or later and they're going to do the same thing as you did, man. This is just, again, another business opportunity that they are selling you on. But yeah, there might be a little bit more opportunity, but the logic is going to still be applying. And the second one is, and this is a, this is a cold hard truth that I want you guys to understand, is that these guys share the positive stuff. But remember, guys, you need to have the skill requirements for a business lead to develop buying so that you can thrive as a growth partner or as a growth consultant. And listen, most people are hardly getting any results whatsoever as a typical agency running ads for gym owners. How on earth are they going to give, do you, I mean, do you think that someone will simply delegate all of their marketing to an outsider? Obviously not, okay? Obviously they are not going to do that. And assuming that they do, there are two possible outcomes. The first one is that you get an amazing and great results and then, guess what? Over time, they will be paying too much money to you and you will be out. They will say, hey man, you're great, thank you for the money, but we're already paying you way too much money. We want to save this because we want to bring this in-house, like any smart business owner would do, honestly. Or the second option, you simply don't deliver great results because you basically suck at what you're selling and then you're out, okay? So that's the, the reality. Now, that's the first argument. Like more, Most people are simply not good enough to actually be a growth partner, a growth consultant, because the amount of skill that it requires literally entails that somebody pays you a whole bunch of money, revenue shares and, and profits, 
and then you need to take them to a million per month and you get 100K per month. That's like the argument. And most people are not able to generate a 100K per month business themselves. So why on earth are they going to pay them, right? So that's the first argument. The second argument inside of this second point, and this is the whole cold hard truth, most people simply don't have enough skills to, or the actual knowledge to completely replace a whole business marketing department while still running the ads, setting up email sequences, newsletters, doing blogs, sales team management, appointment center recruitment. And why am I saying this? Because all of the successful growth partners actually do all of these things, which is more than aggravated by the fact that most marketers nowadays even struggle to set up the Facebook pixel and their lead, and all of their lead management knowledge is reduced to setting up go high level automation. So how on earth do you expect to win on this competitive environment if you try to go as a beginner or riding to a growth consulting or growth partner type of business model? Even if you are knowledge, and, and, and here's the thing, even if you know about all of these things, you might as well just stick to what you're already doing because of what you already have leverage, okay? Yeah, you, you will want to see in a second how I would go about separating myself from the competition so you can properly scale. After saying all of this, what is the solution then? I mean, of course, this, this picture that I'm painting is almost like you're almost, you would be better off by giving up. Of course, that's not the case. As a matter of fact, I'm trying to give you hope so that you know that whatever it is that you're trying to do, you might as well just stick to that because it's going to help, but changing a little bit on how you position yourself, okay? So what is the solution? The solution is playing your own game. Don't listen to the business opportunities that promise you the world, that promise you a blue ocean, a, a super green land, when, because the only green land that you will ever see is the land that you water. So what all of the new breed of agencies and consulting companies have in common is an instant hit marketing claim on pain points of their market. And yeah, this is what makes growth partners and growth consultants stand out. But not only that, but also unique fulfillment vehicles that outpace their competitors. So all of a sudden, when you start to not only have that instant hit marketing claims, but also a unique fulfillment vehicle that outpaces your competitors, is where you all of a sudden completely eradicate this game and start playing on a different rule and a skill set altogether and you become this top dog that you see here, okay? The actual bulldog of your marketplace. Now, the new way to outpace your competition then is by not having to play by the same rules and building something that is not only better, but different from all of the other solutions that currently exist in the marketplace. This is, by the way, what Alex and most did with Gym Launch. That's also what Brian Moncara did with adspend.com. This is also what people such as Paul Gordon did with Closers.io. If you think about them, they are not exclusively just agencies. They're also not just coaches. They're also not just consultants. They're also not just core sellers. They literally build everything. They have an entire infrastructure that combines all of these things into a unique product that is literally irreplaceable and incomparable to other solutions for their specific niches, right? And again, once you finally understand this insight that I just shared with you, this will make you become a blue ocean and category of one shark instead of a red ocean seahorse simping for the big dogs of your market, okay? And of course, the, uh, the question naturally becomes, okay, how do I do this, right? And pretty simple, guys. You do this by either tackling a new and unexplored channel or niche altogether, which is very hard and almost impossible unless you're targeting aliens, okay? Or by declaring a new fulfillment vehicle method and bringing unique insights to your market, which of course requires commitment to both the game and your niche. And I want you to focus on this one because it's tremendously easier than other options, okay? 
And here's the process to follow, and here's the process to follow at a high level, okay? First of all, I need you to understand this so that then we can break up every step-by-step step for you. So here's a high-level overview of the model. Here's what most people do, hence why they end up poor without clients struggling for decades. They start by deciding what they want to sell. For example, hey man, I want to sell Facebook ads. I want to sell, um, I don't know, email marketing. Hey man, I want to sell this thing. Then they start to think about, okay, how do I sell it? Should I do Instagram? Should I be on Twitter? Should I start a YouTube channel? Should I do a Facebook group funnel? Should I do Instagram shoutouts? Should I do Enrique's auto conversion funnel, etc. And then they think, okay, I know what to sell and how to sell it. Okay, who do I sell it to? And then guess what, guys? You're going to end up so poor that you're literally going to need help from your parents because this is the biggest problem that most people have. They, they literally do everything backwards. What to sell, how to sell, and who to sell it to. What I teach my clients instead, and what we've not noticed to work tremendously better than that approach that most people are recommending you to do is starting by first of all deciding who you want to sell to, commit to that niche, understand their problems, their, their pain points, the current the solutions that the marketplace is offering to these people, okay? You first of all understand the current situation, then you, you start to come up with marketing and copywriting claims so that you can generate or channel the demand to this, that these people, group of people have to a solution. And then at the end, this is the last part of everything is how, what you can sell them so that you can fulfill on that promises and those marketing claims that you just made, okay? So, most, so the actual process starts with who you want to sell it to, then how you can sell it to them, and then uh, the last thing is how you can fulfill by actually deciding what to sell finally, okay? So this is the high-level process. Let's talk now about the detailed roadmap, okay? This is the, how you would build your own business model while positioning yourself as a category of one in your market. And again, I want you to understand something. Most people spend 90 to 95% of their time deciding what to sell, when in reality, this time should be spent on identifying the market they're going to go after, okay? And most importantly, deciding the channels that they will leverage for client acquisition, more specifically, the claims that will generate their sales appointments and generating or channeling the demand to their offer, okay? AKA, deciding what to sell is just this part thing here. You can see the purple or pink one. Okay, so let's just get started with this process so that you guys can see how the process looks like, okay? Again, first step is you want to marry a single niche. And again, you want to identify current market solutions, aka what your competitors are offering, and interviewing the niche, aka your target clients. This is what is going to give, give you enough room and enough information and data for you to start validating your offer later on. Once you married your single niche and you have knowledge on in this industry, you want to identify the single most painful problem to solve for these people based on what they told you, not on what you think, but it's based on what they told you. So AKA, what's the main problem that is going to be the pillar of all of your marketing and copywriting claims? And then identifying all of the problems that clients will face from going where they are at to where they want to go. For them to go from wherever you see that they are at to the most desirable place that they want to go, you want to list all of the different problems that they're going to face. You're going to come up with 50, 100, 150 problems. From here, we start to decide how we can market this so that we can have data immediately. So the third step is building your messaging pillars by grouping the problems in the last part in different teams. Then, now that you have a certain group of pillars, because you're going to create two, three, or four, or five pillars, okay, or milestones for your offer, you're going to select really briefly the delivery mechanisms. So you're going to have done for you, done with you, do it yourself by intersecting the pillars. So let's say that one of your pillars is, I don't know, um, paid ads 
engagement, second pillar is going to be sales team management, and the other one has to do her sales team management and qualification, and the other one is going to be fulfillment on generated attention. I don't know, those are the pillars you came up with. Of course, I'm doing this very briefly, but this is just an example. Then what you want to do is, okay, how can I maybe start combining not only this, all of this and done for you or done with you or do it yourself fashion, but how can I combine this into different models? Maybe it's two things on a done for you fashion, one thing in a done with you fashion. Basically what you can do is go and watch that other video that I mentioned before on how you can create your own, your own unique um, fulfillment vehicles. For example, let's say this were your pillars, you see, you can have a done for you remote sales management, done with you coaches support on the three pillars or just a do it yourself fashion on certain things. Again, this is how you start to create something unique and different. That's, this is a creative exercise that you need to put, that you need to start practicing on. By this point, you still don't have clients, so don't worry so much on these things. Try to do the most unscalable thing first to get some clients first, and then start reducing from there. You will see how in a second, okay? Then what you're going to do is record micro VSLs, one per pillar, okay? So you want to record one VSL per offer pillar. Then you want to create prospecting and sales assets. For example, we want to create some cold email angles, five per pillar, some cold DM angles, five per pillar, and optionally, maybe some ads, okay? Maybe two per pillar, okay? So let's say that based on the pillars that you're creating here, you just start recording those videos, and then you start launching campaigns to get your first round of clients, okay? So basically, if needed, you can iterate the messaging, and you want to tra track, track, keep track of KPIs so that you understand which one out of all of the different pillars that you started using as part of your sales messaging resonate the most with this group of people so that you can then double down on those ones, okay? That's how it looks like. And basically, guess what, guys? What is going to happen from here is that you need to ask yourself a question. Did you make sales? If the answer is yes, then you can just fulfill and prime your scalability both in the front, both in the front end and in the back end. What I mean by, that is, by this is the following. If you make sales, you need to make sure that you can do as much as possible for the client so that they can see the value and that you can keep up as a unique beast of one, as, as a unique category of one. But also, you want to reduce all of the unnecessary things that maybe are not needed in, for this group of people or that they don't value so much that are just costing you so much time and is not as efficient so that you can have a more scalable offer. So you keep everything scalable on the front end and in the back end, okay? And last but not least, if you actually do that, then you want to install the auto-conversion funnel and then scale with ads. You can see some of my other videos on the channel on the auto-conversion funnel. That is something that you close deals. If you don't, you want to need to ask yourself a couple of questions. Okay, did you actually book calls? If you did book calls, then you want to simply iterate and create different prospecting and sales assets, like different angles for prospecting and cold outbound, and then launch campaigns, and again, iterate necessarily until you make sales. If you don't make sales, so if you don't book calls, then you want to, again, build your messaging pillars by grouping your problems in different pillars now, then do the same choosing the delivery mechanisms, recording different micro VSLs, because it seems that this group of people simply don't deem valuable what you have to offer, okay? But again, this is the high-level process. But again, guys, if this video gets to 50 likes, I'll go and make a dedicated video breaking down the process to select deliverables, combining done for you with done with you with doing yourself with your agency slash consultant service and becoming a category of one in your market, independent of what niche you're in, okay? So guys, hope that you enjoyed this video. If you want to keep reading about this topic, you can go and watch this other video that I have on the typical agency model and the new trends that are arising. And a call to action, if you want to launch or scale your done for you marketing offer or B2B coaching slash consulting company, go ahead and book a call with me or my team. You will see the link over there in the description. And as always, guys, I have a music recommendation for today is going to be 
Polima West Coast and Emilia. This is a song called Nagasaki. It actually came out like three days ago and I've been listening it nonstop since it launched, okay? Go ahead and give it a listen and let me know on Instagram if you actually did like it, okay? That's it, guys. See you guys on the next one. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the channel, and let me know what you would like me to talk about on a separate video, okay? So, yeah, guys. See you guys on the next one. Bye.